0: Fucker. I'm pretty sure because we were supposed to watch Bones for one of these. The Snoop Dogg movie Bones. Yes. And you just told me, like, oh, they took it off a of Tubi. And then I never checked because I trusted no, you. No, it came
1: back on. Oh, I'm sure
0: it I'm sure it came right back on.
1: Because it wasn't and, on when oh, I was watching. Bullshit, you
0: piece of shit. You just wanted to get out of watching bones. I, I watched, watched half of that motherfucker. I watched three. watched it three goddamn times for you to just go, "Oh, it was gone." Guess, guess I don't what? Fucking I, think it was. Guess what? I'm watching tonight. I guess. I think you're a goddamn liar.
2: Wait, tell me about this though.
0: Bones. It's um early 2000s movie starring Snoop Dogg, and I was trying to be lazy <laughs> to where I didn't have to like think to do an episode, so I said we're watching Bones. And then midweek, James switched it off and he was like, "Hey, Bones isn't on there anymore." And then I just, it wasn't. I just never checked because I just assumed he was telling me the truth. But it's been there before. It's been there since. I'm Look, calling you a fucking liar. Here's
1: the deal: if I was gonna lie, it wouldn't have been about Bones, dude. I wouldn't have watched some of these movies. You're a real piece of shit. You know that? Well, I am a piece of shit, but I definitely didn't do
0: that. I
2: want to watch Bones. <laughs> Is go, it
0: good? Go! Uh, oh, it's amazing. It's fabulous. Watch it twice. <laughs>
2: Sorry, you guys. Taking a piss right
0: now. I am. It's tremendously boring.
2: Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, it's not bad in an Why'd you watch
2: it three times, then?
0: Because I was trying to find positives to drag (laughs) out of that fucking turd. Snoop. Well, Well, yeah. No, because his intro song was
1: fucking terrible. (laughs) It was anti-dope.
2: You know, doesn't he narrate a nature series?
1: snoop i would i would definitely i think
2: there's a nature series that he narrates that is well worth watching i I don't
0: see why there wouldn't be that seems like some shit that he would do
2: yeah (laughs) i think yeah
0: that's some just like real big dick energy that he's just like hey i'm gonna do a nature show too and we're all just like sure man it's
2: it's funny. yeah sounds good
0: and i i could not not watch it so anyway (laughs) hey everyone welcome to horror vomit where we talk about horror movies you don't have to. That just broke me. I don't know what you said, but it fucking tripped me up something fierce. My name is Chris Faff, and I'm one of your hosts.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm James Moreno and I'm another one Good of your God, hosts. God, are you new? Come yes. on. Get with it. second time.
0: We have a guest today. It, it's you. So, you. You say words now. Oh. And okay. your name. Okay, so
2: you're a host, and you're a host, and I'm a guest. <laughs>
0: Well, all right.
2: Okay.
0: Well, I just, I, all right. I... Your official title within the company is creative director. Oh, cool. I don't know if I've ever told you that or not. Oh. It it doesn't pay anything. Who are you?
2: Hi, I'm Deborah Davenport.
0: <laughs> okay. All right.
2: I'm the creative director. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> I just found out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been calling you that for months. I think I've told everybody oh. but you. If I'm being That's honest. So, cool. so congratulations. I
2: feel special. Yeah.
0: Congratulations <laughs> on your thank promotion. You. Um, well, this week we're talking about 1995's El Dia de la Bestia, or, Ooh. or The Day of the Beast. Uh, written by Jorge, good God, I'm not even going to attempt his last name. James All of the letters. I sat here for about three minutes just looking at it confusedly. I didn't write it down. Um, <laughs>
1: it had way too many also, vowels. Also
0: written and directed by Alex de la Iglesias.
1: Mm. Deb,
0: this is the second uh, Iglesias movie that we've covered. Yes. Yeah. So I wanted to bring you back for this one. Um, so this is just everybody's favorite movie now, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this
1: Definite party movie, too.
2: It was actually fun. I liked this one a lot better than The Last Circus.
1: It, it is a, a goddamn De- delight. <laughs> Way different
0: tone. Yes. Way different tone. Yes. So uh, the first thing I want to say, and this will lead into the first thing that I do kind of want to talk about. Uh, we'll do the synopsis. So if we were just kind of uh, talking and you said, "Hey, what's a movie?" You say, "Oh, you should watch *The Day of the Beast*." If somebody said, "What's it about?" You could potentially say, "Oh, it's about a priest trying to contact Satan, so he goes up sinning." Hmm. Hence it,
2: the synapses.
0: Yeah. Oh. Oh, my
2: God. oh.
0: Fucking. She beat right me to on it. With the puns beat me to it. God damn it! Anyway. So that would be a, a fair summation, to not give too much weight to anybody. Yeah. That would be a fair thing to tell someone if you're describing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If somebody had told you that, would you at all expect the movie that we got to here today? No.
2: <laughs> no.
0: Not even a little bit.
2: No. It was, yeah. No.
0: And I, I again, I just want to speak to the creativity that it takes to take that as a premise and go... Well, how do we make it interesting? Uh, I I I don't know. Let's just make everything about it just out of this fucking world. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Let's make everything
1: just as completely insane as we can. Well, I think the best description I read of it is like Grand Guignol meets Jerry Lewis.
2: Oh god, yeah.
1: Because it's it's got these huge horror set pieces, and then these two knuckleheads. (laughs) And (laughs) yeah. It was it, the, actually the other thing that I read that made this movie even better for me on like the second viewing is that the director based those the, the two leads the priest and the uh, metal guy on um, Sancho Panza and Don Quixote. They're they're both dreamers. They're not in the same world as everybody else, and they're going after windmills.
0: <laughs> but I really love it in a in a movie that you can describe as a. Uh... Yeah, a priest goes out sinning because he needs to contact the devil. And it ends with just two old men sitting on a park bench going, Hey, remember that time we saved the world? That Mm -hmm. was fucking
1: weird. (laughs) All right, let's get out of here. And what about that (laughs) douchebag who's got my job?
2: And then they just wander off into the trees. (laughs) Well, I think the other thing that's very important um, and timely about us watching the movie right now that we should stress is that this is... It's kind of a holiday movie yep. because mm-hmm. it's uh, Chris- Christmas Eve. Is that when he leaves for Madrid to yep. start on the journey? Yep. Because... Um, the, is it the, Satan or the devil? Who's supposed to be born on Christmas Day? The Antichrist. The, yeah, antich- the Antichrist. Excuse me, the Antichrist. Okay. Yeah. We have to get my right theology. Sure. Stuff there. So, yeah. Uh, so, it's it's very seas- it's very a very seasonal movie. It's it's a holiday movie, much in the manner that... Uh, what's that Bruce Willis thing that they always say? Oh, God. So is that a holiday movie? Or Gremlins? Gremlins. We did
1: Gremlins last year for the holidays. Perfect. Well, this is my new Christmas movie. Wow. Yeah. Th- yeah. It's going is- to be a yearly delight. <laughs> it,
0: it is. I can't say that enough about this movie. It's just... It is... It, okay. Okay. It's so insane that it doesn't occur to me that there may be plot holes. There might be. I, I, who knows? Like, it's almost like Congo or something in that respect, mm-hmm. where, like, oh, well, this doesn't make sense. Like, why are you thinking about if
1: this makes <laughs> sense?
0: Do you see what's happening here? This is out of its goddamn mind.
1: Oh, I know. And the set pieces in this film, oh, my god. And just all the little
0: ways that they throw in stupid shit that we didn't know that we needed. Like when the landlord lady slams his head out the window and we get the overhead shot of him screaming and bloody in the rain.
1: Mm-hmm. Like We didn't need that at all. But oh, mwah, chef's kiss. We, we did need that. We <laughs> did need that as a seasoning to this beautiful stew.
2: And I think the landlady was actually my favorite character. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, she was my spirit animal. In this
0: movie. Should, should we get into who the characters in this film are, are kind of? Because uh, <laughs> yeah. it informs a lot of the story. Yeah, you might want to know a little bit about that, yeah. So we have a priest who has figured out the exact date of the apocalypse due to using some sort of cryptogram. And he's running around <laughs> sinning. And Kabbalism. He, what?
2: Kabbalism, yeah. I think, is what he's studying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he teams up with a metalhead that he meets in a record store. Ah, yes. A pill-popping metalhead. Oh, pill-popping. You mean acid-dropping? Oh, that too. So he teams up with uh, a metalhead
1: and a TV psychic Mm. to go fight the devil. Ah. All right. So I'm a little (laughs) speechless here. I'm just picturing all the stuff, as you were mentioning, i popping in my head right now.
2: (laughs) Well, the... I mean, the the record store thing, that was fun, too, because, like, we show up at the record store. You know what? I'm jumping ahead because on his way, on his journey, oh. um, it kind of sets a tone because the, the priest is, um, he's just going about... Um, Committing sins, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, well, he's just
1: being a bastard. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, yeah, the, Well, the, the first shot of the movie where he, he's like, he's going to confession. He's like, well, "What have you done?" He's like, I'm, "I haven't done anything yet, but <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm fixing to sin." Yeah,
0: because he's talking to like his other priest friend, mm-hmm. and then the cross falls on his priest friend, and it turns into like this like dark industrial music with a priest just wandering throughout the streets like he steals money from a homeless dude mm-hmm. uh, what was your guys's favorite because my absolute favorite was when there was the mime up on the platform he just <laughs> walked up and pushes a mime
1: off into like a subway tunnel yeah i liked it when he picked that guy that uh, got just got burned oh picked his said, you're going straight to hell yeah <laughs> And then just walks away. Yep, he pops. The, he looks at the wallet, pops it
0: back in his pocket. Oh, yeah, because he takes the picture of the dude's family out and throws it away and puts in the devil.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's like the photograph where when
1: he opens his wallet. Ah, uh, that's just a beautiful opening scene, and it, it sets it sets the tone too. Because there's like equal parts. You just saw a homeless guy get lit on fire by those clean Madrid dudes. Who Yeah. I mean, all in the first couple minutes, everything is set up. Boom, boom, boom. And it didn't feel like an expo dump either. It was just like, you're on for the ride. Just hold on. And
2: I think, too, that it kind of... Just like the other film by this director that we watched, I I think that there might be even more subtle political stuff probably if we were more in the know. Well, there is. That we would yeah that we would pick up as we went along. The other thing I thought when I was walking it watching him walking around in his little priestly robes, I was like, Chris needs a coat like that. Just, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: yeah. I I would make a great tiny Spanish priest. Yeah, I believe he was boss, but
1: you know who's counting.
2: Yeah, boss. Yeah. <laughs> <What a> f-
1: <laughs> Who could possibly give a fuck?
2: Chris doesn't like a math geek.
1: Not fair enough. <laughs> I am
0: very lost. somebody else talk words?
2: <laughs> so he picks up the what was in the suitcase. So he grabs the suit. He's dragging that. He, he grabs the one guy scaling a cab, and he just walks by and like like snags his Samsonite. So he's dragging this big red suitcase behind yeah. him, and then he's scared the. There's the one guy handing out leaflets. <laughs> On the street?
1: Uh, yeah, and then the, the street he's like, monk, he's like, oh, no, nope, I'm done.
2: He's, he's like, not today, Satan. He just <laughs> kind of, like, disappears. He, he doesn't even want anything to do with them. And that's when he goes to the record store. And so the, the record store owner, the metalhead, the, the acid-dropping metalhead. Yes. Is beating up some guy in the record store. He what was
0: slamming th- a dude's face through a glass case.
2: What was that? Why was he, he angry him?
0: Because he was stealing three CDs. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Cassettes. Ninety-five. It was CDs. They were big and bulky. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> but then he liked he liked the priest's taste in music, and he's recommending a local band, and um, they were going to be playing at. I think the name of the club was Hell. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So we're getting in that whole theme, and then Satana. he re- he refers the pre the priest is looking for somewhere to stay, or I don't know if he really was or wasn't, but um, the record store owner says to him, he says, well he says yeah he says there's this hostel you can stay at it is it his girlfriend works there
0: yeah his mom runs his it. Mom, mom runs, runs it.
2: it okay and then the girlfriend works there mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and my god the scene with the two of them in the hostel is possibly the greatest scene in movie history just front to back because he runs it oh because he goes to steal the book Mm -hmm. (laughs) The priest just walks in and tries to steal a book and gets immediately caught by security. Yep. Showing that he's not, like, a confident criminal. All the sins that he's committing are very little boyish.
1: Yep, and it just reminded me of Inspector Clouseau. The only way he got out of there is just severely by fucking accident. Well, he smashed a dude in the head with an iron. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I'm just saying. You know, it just seems like it was only opportunistic. It was just accidental. Oh, there's an iron there. Boom, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's why it reminded me of that. Yep.
2: And he was distracting him with the, the whole history lesson, the whole backstory on why he's stealing the book and all this other I love
1: every scene where he stops and explains it. No matter what action had happened, no matter what had happened, he had to take the time to explain it and draw on the wall with all of his numbers up there. I was dying.
0: And the best part is the one part where he starts getting like frustrated
1: because mm-hmm.
0: he's trying to explain it and he's like and then i got so mad i couldn't figure it out what was i going to do like putting on this big production
2: well when we arrive at the hostel when he first wants to check in they tell him that there's not anywhere he can stay and then he name drops the metalhead mm-hmm. and and then um the landlady kind of is, is that like her apartment or something she keeps sticking her head out the window into the hallway and she's pretty Foul. and then is it the next scene after that like she's she's chopping up the rabbit yeah. Yeah. For, for their Christmas dinner or whatever yeah.
1: do you know anything about this guy how do you know he's a real priest
0: yeah she, well, he's like well he gave me a bunch of money he's like oh well I still don't like that you did that
2: <laughs> so then the priest goes to us and he's in his room and so why I'm trying to understand with the director he's got this, this thing about about masochism right so the priest is like taking off his doesn't he take off his boot and he's like yeah, oh yeah
0: he's burning crosses into his feet i would yeah. assume that's like walking on a cross defaming the cross yeah it's
1: like a, a sin. penance because he knows he's going to sin
2: so he's flagellating himself yeah. is what you're saying uh, yeah okay.
1: i i just took offering it as
0: the pain up to god i i took it as since he was making crosses on the bottom of his feet yeah it was like don't walk on a flag; it defiles it. Like don't walk on a oh, cross.
1: Interesting. I, I would think about that. I thought that it was just like self harm in that. I don't know shit about Catholicism though. Well, I know so there was that sect that would that would actually whip themselves walking down the streets reading Bible chants and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I thought it might be some weird shit like that.
2: They're into self abuse.
1: Yeah. All mm. the guilt. Yeah. And then we get a good shot of an old man dick <laughs> out of left field. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: How did I miss that? How
1: did you not see that?
2: I, maybe I... Did I not off at that point? I don't
1: know. <laughs> There's yeah. not the first scene, it, nor yeah. is it the last. No. It's a granddad. Yeah, walking around all Starkers. He oh, wow. likes... Yeah, don't,
0: grand, granddad likes to walk around Starkers. Yeah, ne- never mind him. He's just got a flannel shirt on and nothing else. Just sitting just there. Just dick flopping around.
1: Hanging out like... Mm-hmm. It's, it's
0: yeah, casual. As so- Jose Maria is just feeding him acid at the table.
1: You want some acid? Mm. Tab. Yeah, just like a fish concert. There you go. Boop. Man.
2: So he moves. out So they go to the the next part after that is they're planning to kidnap. So they're throughout it. We keep seeing the um what you call the guy that's on TV all the time. Uh,
1: Kaza raza kavan. Oh, come what, on.
2: What is his role on TV? He's selling.
0: He He's like the. Uh, he's
2: like a f- snake oil salesman. Yeah, but he's, like, he's yeah. like a
0: public access. Uh, yeah, he's like the opposite of like the preacher. He's yeah. the voodoo occultist on public access. He also did
1: talking. that. Yeah, he also did that. Do you have a dead relative? Maybe. I, does that in term M mean anything to you? He's yeah. one of those kind of charlatan guys.
0: Yeah, one of those shitheads.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's Anthony, a grifter. He's a yeah. fucking
0: grifter. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: So they kid the, their their big plan to be able to get the information they need and to connect to the underworld and to to help um, solve the solve the qu- burning question of where is the antichrist going to be born in the city of Madrid on Christmas Day. So they kidnap the the charlatan, and um, that's their plan. And they they're in hanging out in his apartment, and they just go on like this.
1: Slapstick romp, like yeah. Marx Brothers and yeah. Harpo's got the mask and Groucho's yelling at him, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they've
0: got him tied up and the priest is trying to explain things to him and that's where he gets all dramatic and gives his whole spiel about, like, but no, it wasn't uh, in the text, it was in the numbers. If you count up this and multiply it by this, it comes out to this. The number of days in the Jewish calendar, blah, 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 and it leads to this day. And Cavan's just sitting there like, Yeah, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> well, he's tied up in his own home after being beaten in the head.
1: <laughs> With the gong mallet. Yes. yes. Oh, that's the, oh, that oh that looked painful. He
2: keeps telling that he's like, Look, he goes, It's all bogus. He's like, it's all a sham. I don't really contact the dead. I don't speak to the underworld and they're they're not buying it. They're just not and meanwhile the the metalhead record store guy is just like wandering about, trying different things out in his apartment. Huh.
1: Are these masks plastic? Dick.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. tripping dick. Oh yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Oh the,
0: all the tripping scenes on here. <laughs> so uh, Kevin, Kevin's girlfriend shows up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a chase.
2: <laughs> She's a lovely girl. Yeah. She's, she's just nice. Did you she's notice awesome. at all that
0: she is one of the only what you would call attractive people in the film, though?
1: Well, you didn't find Amy Winehouse uh, attractive in the boarding house? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what? What's her butt, though? The, 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 um, the landlady? The, or, no. The, or the, the virgin? The virgin.
0: What the fuck are you talking
1: she about? She looks like Amy Winehouse she with blonde hair. She does not
0: at all look like Got Amy that big Winehouse. old face and the teeth. Do you...
2: Chris wasn't Do down. you,
0: like, have trouble recognizing faces? Because this
2: isn't the
1: first time that this has happened. I'm, I'm sorry, Deb, what were you saying? <laughs> that,
2: I knew who you met.
1: See? God, every
0: single time you bring things to a grinding halt with something that's just earth-shatteringly stupid. Thank you. And I don't know how to recover. It's so, a gift.
2: So Chris was into the trophy girlfriend that's an excellent swimmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Indeed. No, but an I'm saying that... excellent swimmer. W- but with a... Uh, all of his movies, though, they're very rarely is they're, like, attractive people. Like, look at The Last Circus. There was, like, one attractive woman.
2: Yeah, well, pretty much.
0: Yeah. And, and actually, that's his wife, which is weird. But yeah. anyway. Well, um, yeah, but in all of his movies. he got like, a
1: chance to be cast in one of his movies. The,
0: everybody in them is just, like, some dumpy dude who's just, like.
2: So he's going for the grotesque kind of, with his Oh, like Commedia
1: dell'arte kind of stuff?
2: Maybe.
0: No, I'm just saying that it's not like you watch a movie and his movies aren't just full of gorgeous people. It's just like, yeah, some schlubby dude. Character
2: actors. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A bunch of that guys. Yeah, it is
0: a bunch of that guys. (laughs)
2: 100% that guy. Mm -hmm.
1: Did either of you notice that the way that
0: uh, Kavan woke up his girlfriend as he just kicked her in the head?
2: Yeah, that that was not nice. She seemed like a really sweet girl.
0: Yes. Like, he recognized that she wasn't dead, and he was, like, nudging her with his foot, and she wasn't responding. So he just boots her in the head.
2: Well, so part of why they knocked the girlfriend out is because... um, So they're trying to set up to, to do the... Whatever they set up, all the stuff on the floor, yeah, the, like the, they, the they, the so they're trying to conjure yeah.
0: the devil, they're trying, thank yeah. you.
2: So they're, they're trashing the guy's apartment. So Kavan's apartment, they're, they're digging up his nice hardwood floor and setting up this whole, <laughs> like, setting up like, uh, the pentagram and all this other stuff. And in, they're, in they- one
0: of my favorite lines, when the metalhead is funny, he's like, Man, you don't have to fuck up the floor. He's like, You put it in the book, <laughs> yeah. He's like, Oh, well, I just put it in there because he's like, Well, then fuck you, shouldn't have wrote it. Well, he's just. Fucking up his floors. Was terrible. So, it was one of my favorite lines of dialogue in this entire movie.
1: Well, and I love the fact that his character stays just jovial the entire time, no matter what's happened. Because he's tripping dick the I, entire film. I know, but that gives it that perfect Sanjo Panza feel because he's just along for the ride. Oh, that you're gonna go kill something? Let's go. Let's it's go do a that. Total maniac. Absolutely. <laughs> okay.
2: Well, so they knocked out the girlfriend so my understanding was that they they need they need the blood of a virgin for part of their ritual and they knock out the girlfriend and, and um Kavan's going he goes, Yeah, this isn't gonna work if that's <laughs> yeah. what you're thinking <laughs> like mm-hmm. the gigs up
0: she's she's not a virgin like how how do you know he's like i'm sure of it
2: (laughs) but then he said he says well he says well i'll have to find another virgin i'll have to find a virgin then and he goes in madrid good luck (laughs) yeah (laughs)
1: madrid at 10 (laughs) (laughs) o'clock
2: so they wind up back at the boarding house at that point right Yep. yeah okay
0: it's just the priest yes and he goes in and he is questioning mina about whether she's a virgin, as soon as she says yes, he just dumps a bunch of sleeping pills in her coffee.
1: Yep, Bill Casby's the hell out of her. Oh man. <laughs> Does he ever? <laughs>
2: and then um and then there he's trying to get her to where he can he can take he can get some of her blood. <laughs> Meanwhile the landlady, my favorite character and I don't know why, I just bonded with her immediately, but um she comes out and just starts kicking ass.
0: <laughs> yeah. She uh she hears them, and that's when he drags Mina into the bathroom where Granddad's sitting on the can. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're just quiet. So the priest, like, drags her back into his room, and he's trying to take a syringe that he just has somehow. Just happened to have, yeah. 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 And extract some of her blood. And
1: yeah, the landlady kicks or shoots the door open mm, <laughs> and shoots him right in the fucking ear. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I was, I was, I had the same problem I usually have with Spanish speaking movies is that my brain's trying to translate and it's not that good at translating, and I'm trying to read in English at the same time. So I'm doing this, and all of a sudden, when when the um, mother or the landlady starts yelling. I had a flashback sounded exactly like my aunt's yelling just in spanish i was like i jumped up and got out of the room when he said like, get the fuck out of here i was like oh i jumped and rang because it oh. reminded me exactly of my aunt's.
2: you okay
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> does anybody have a pillow in a safe space <laughs> the
2: Good. safe space is in the walk-in cooler okay i'll be right there <laughs> you can have some chocolate no oh, thank
1: right. you are we done with this bit yet no God damn it. I have not beaten it to death yet.
0: So anyway, uh, he, he gets some of Mina's blood in a uh, glass. And the landlady's just beating his ass throughout the entire hallway. And it looks like a fall-down drunk trying to like hold a beer like while they're falling in a hallway. All he's the way doing, down the stairs. He's doing everything he can to keep this cup of blood upright. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just kicks her in the face
1: over the railing. And she bounces and bounces and bounces. <laughs> and they used the same shot, like, four times. It was beautiful. And I didn't yeah. care.
2: That was tragic. See, I li- I liked her. I really wanted her to, to just keep going. I I don't know. I mm. just was...
0: Yep. So, so they get back to Calvin's house, and uh, he's cutting out Wonder Bread with, like, a rocks glass. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Combines all the acid, the squirt of syringe blood, and some holy water. I went water. back
1: and looked. There had to be, like, 20 hits of acid that oh, he put in there.
0: At the very least. Because right. if they were
1: stacked up, that yeah. could have been, like, 30 or 40. Yeah, I was just like, oh, that's all of the acid. Nobody's going to have any left to take. There is a ton of LSD in there. <laughs> and, wow.
0: So, oh. for some reason, they all just agree to dip... Or eat this Wonder Bread that was literally dipped in someone's blood and LSD. Well, I get why the metalhead, because he's already fucked up. Who cares? But I don't know why Calvin was just like, yeah, sure.
1: Well, (laughs) you notice though, he started saying things that actually made sense within. Like he actually, it seemed like he actually knew stuff about the satanic rituals because he noticed, he noticed some of the extra marks. He noticed the other stuff. So I think he knew more than he was letting on. Yeah,
0: he wrote a book. I'm sure he did
1: like research and shit. Right, but he actually knew the stuff that was valid. Right. So.
2: So, but with the way it ends, could it be that this whole thing was supposed to be just like a dr- a dream sequence? No. Well,
1: or the, maybe he was always crazy and he was always homeless.
2: Or this whole big thing was one big acid trip.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of questions because also, did you notice? And I did double check on this. There was a graphic that said nine months later, and they were on the park bench.
0: Yeah.
1: And what was the significance of that? Was the Antichrist conceived on New Year's Eve or on Christmas Day? And now they're the only ones left that can fight it? You know, I mean, just thought it was a whole bunch of stuff that was just left unanswered and kind of cool. Well, yeah, again,
0: that goes into like, man, why were you paying attention to the actual plot of this fucking movie? What are you, a maniac? Um, yes. Because... Again, this movie is just pure enjoyment. Like all the stuff that we describe, there's no way that we could possibly articulate
1: just how zany it is. It's a fucking slapstick comedy. Slapstick and gruesome, and it was mixed better this time because in, yeah. in the last circus, you could see the uh, the elements of slapstick and horror in the same scene, but it didn't flow the same. Yeah, you know, because that was too it was too gruesome. It was too much on the realistic on that one. So like when he was beating him with the. Hammer, so it seemed like he pumped the brakes. The well, brakes, you and know.
0: Also, I mean, Last Circus, he was a much more established director. This is 1995, and they have a dog shit budget. Well, there's that. So, too. I mean, like, just man, the stuff you could get away with in 1995. If you made this movie today, you'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" But in 1995, nobody gave a shit. Like, yeah, Time Cop, fucking make it. Yeah, Day of the Beast. You want to make a zany comedy about a priest? preventing the apocalypse oh and they're tripping dick for most of the movie all right fuck it make it
1: well that's why <laughs> I, gives a shit? that's why i like that they had a stop-motion satan goat because if it would have been cgi it would have taken me out for some reason that crappy shit hits realer to me than cgi oh,
2: when they finally summoned the goat yeah the, the, yeah that was he was actually pretty cool i was sitting there watching it going there's a friggin' goat in this apartment mm-hmm. it's like it worked yeah. I was as su- surprised as the as the guys in the apartment were oh, at yeah. that point. I was <laughs> like, oh yeah! Cool, dang! Here's a goat in the apartment. Oh yeah! And then so, he stood up, and I was like, "Whoa, that's kind of freaky." Yeah.
1: yeah, that kind of fucked me up for a couple minutes. Yeah, and the fact <laughs> that like they all saw
0: it, so like they kind of respected the. In a lot of movies don't do this that just because they just took drugs doesn't mean they've taken effect yet mm-hmm. because clearly the priest and Calvin aren't tripping dick yet no because <laughs> the priest slugs down a lot of the
1: liquid that's in there that. it's like everybody has about 30 hits and he has about 70 yeah he, yeah. Uh, he takes a lot of LSD yeah I don't when, think he's ever going to be right again
2: when they send Calvin's girlfriend on her way too I think it's so funny he's so nonchalant about the whole thing
0: yeah, It's just like oh go ahead get out of here
2: it's like Hey, baby there you go okay i'll call you i'll call you late i'll check in she's
0: like reasonably she's like they tried to kill us he's like no it's fine it's yeah. fine i'll call you tomorrow get it's on fine. here it's fine everything's and d- fine and then as soon as she walks out the door i notice this just as like a weird shot they immediately like flick the lights off so the uh shadows change and it has like the 50s noir feel mm-hmm. it's fucking amazing Again, just those little touches that we didn't need in a film like this. You just go, ah, you son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> yeah, because a lot of times you can really fuck that up because comedy and horror is so hard to get that balance. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's rare that it finds a balance this good, including all the different styles he was talking had And all those little nuances he threw in there, too. And it, it was just amazing that he kept it all together in a whole. Because usually you use something about halfway through the movie. <laughs>
0: All right, should we talk about the Schweppes sign?
2: They're, sh- they're climbing down the sign? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: Why are, why are um, I'm trying to think why they go out that way. Oh, the cops are in the building, right? Oh, uh, no, well, there's banging. banging. The SWAT all, team, yeah. yeah the SWAT team in well, coming
0: Well, they're all s- tripping dick sitting on the couch, and they see the door start banging.
1: They're like, <laughs> we got to get out of here. And the SWAT team was so sloppy that all I could think of was Blues Brothers. <laughs> running in well Hup, yeah because like up, up, there's up, n- up.
0: no police presence essentially throughout any of this no. mayhem that happens in the second
1: half of this film well it's it, just unbridled insanity and nobody steps in and you can see and well i also like the building too because that the subplot of um cool. the, the clean madrid where the those real, like, rich-looking dudes are lighting people on fire. And then and there's killing yeah,
0: homeless people. Yeah, and
1: then there's, like, the deaths in the nurseries and all that stuff that are happening behind it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this like the whole subplot. It was like, um, you know, the rich can get away with whatever they want in a society. It was kind of a neat little yeah, backdrop on that.
0: Yeah, it's, again, revolving around class structure because, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll get to it, but yeah. yes.
1: Huh?
0: So yeah, they're tripping Dick trying to climb down this sign, and uh, the big fat metalhead dude keeps trying to jump off because he wants to kill himself because he's higher than Jesus Christ himself.
1: Mm hmm, all the way high.
0: <laughs> so they uh, he does it for the, he tries to jump for the second time when they catch him, and Kevin's foot slips and. They, Again, they're doing, like, the action-adventure movie. There's three dudes just hanging from a sign. It's so goddamn good.
1: And a close-up of the hand that's slipping, filled with blood, (laughs) with both men's rings just in the rain. And he falls, like, 300 feet. Right onto his back, onto the top of the sign. Yeah, that that just hurt looking at. Mm-hmm. But he's fine. <laughs> a little back teen for that. You'll be all right. So
0: the, the, the part <laughs> that I really didn't <laughs> give a shit about is when Walk Kevin went back to the uh, studio that he worked at. I didn't really understand what was happening at all when they were yelling at him and all of a sudden he was just on TV, just being a raving maniac. I wouldn't think any studio would be like, hey man, you were just involved in a uh, police scuffle. <laughs> where you fell
1: 300 feet. <laughs> well, there was another subplot that it, if you didn't speak Spanish, you may not have noticed. Um, Cavan's supposed to be Italian, and it was. And during the 90s, Italy was buying huge amounts of um, airtime in Spain and dictating their programming. So he was supposed to show the charlatanism of the Italians, too. Whoa. Huh. Well, fuck me. But <laughs> So that might have had something to do with that.
2: Dang, James.
1: All right,
0: so the priest and the metalhead go to uh, the the meeting, uh, the Nostradamus meeting.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: It was like I, Tony Robbins' Nostradamus. Yeah, I really enjoy the uh, thousand or so round shotgun that the metalhead has. Oh. They pay no attention to uh, realistic ammunition dynamics whatsoever. He's just fucking
1: blasting away. And he's blasting by just... Shaking the shotgun, no trigger guard, no nothing. He's just shaking it, just racking it. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, boom.
0: It's again. It's the. Uh, it, it doesn't even occur to me that like, oh well, that wouldn't really happen in this movie. Cause it's just like, yeah, who gives a shit? This is like just the pure distillation of entertainment. Fuck yeah, give it to me. Give him a thousand rounds. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, because usually... you shooting
1: that shotgun, man. Usually when I see weapons fired, the first thing I think of is, is there backdrops? What's happening here? You know, it it was nice. I didn't... You're right. I didn't think about it at all. Just go ahead. Shoot shit. Load up nice.
0: Yeah, because it's like security forces follow the priest out onto the street, and he, again, the metalhead just starts shooting wildly, and he sparks a shootout where several civilians were shot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Again no police presence and it didn't even occur to me until you kind of think about it and you're just like hmm. Well, they're causing just total mayhem
2: unless you're parked where you're not supposed to be parked
0: oh then you'll get a yeah definitely get a ticket
2: <laughs> then they're going to harass you
0: <laughs> oh wow so yeah by this time the priest is visibly tripping balls yeah he, he is visibly a maniac mm-hmm. do you notice when they're uh, shooting up the uh, like the Santa display that he hides behind a child Yes. <laughs> he uses a child as a human shield. Oh getting those little touches that make me just go, oh <laughs> fucking A, man.
2: Off the rails.
0: <laughs> it's it's fantastic. <laughs> Alright, so should we get to this finale? Oh the finale. Oh dear God. Oh. I love it so much.
2: Oh dear God.
0: It moved, it moves so quick. So uh, the priest in the metalhead Take a comically fast elevator up to the top of uh these office buildings that are real office buildings and yeah. weren't completed until the next year. Mm-hmm. Like these actually were under construction at the time.
1: Yeah, and they're they're bank buildings now actually. Yeah, some stupid yeah. shit. There will see the Madrid the decide I was in Madrid in like eighty six, so I could the city itself was like a character in the movie because they did so many famous sites in Madrid hmm. that they filmed that. Yeah. But I had never seen those towers, so it was like a new Madrid that I was seeing. Because except for historical buildings, it changes so rapidly. And again, I really
0: love how conveniently they figure out the, uh, that it's, whatever's happening is happening at the towers. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> this, this is how the devil signs
1: his name. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. And see, this is a cross. What's the opposite of a cross? A circle? I don't know. Yeah. No, it's this shape. And what building's this shape?
0: Yeah, the explanation makes no sense unless you know what it's like to just be absolutely rip shit on acid, and you're just like, yeah, sure, all, all this sounds great.
2: Sounds legit.
0: <laughs> so yeah, they uh, they take the comically fast elevator up to the scaffolding, where one of or uh, four of the uh, clean Madrid henchmen mm-hmm. chase them the bougie boys yeah one of them turns into the devil mm-hmm. <laughs> and throws the metal head off of the scaffolding i absolutely love that they the effects that they did for the background on this because it looked like it was uh what's the fucking old sam jones uh Fuck you guys! You guys are old. Sam Jones. Yeah, Sam Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Fuck both of you. Uh, Jim, Flash Gordon.
2: Jim Jones.
0: What? Flash Gordon. Yeah, it was like the really bad like Flash Gordon background effects. Okay. Like it looked like a shitty seventies like uh, bad company video or I don't know.
2: Whoa! <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to wow. watch some of that stuff.
1: I know, me too. I'm like, well, the fuck I'm... you guys. You talk then.
2: No, <laughs> oh. no, I was listening. Yeah. I just, I.
1: You'll be yeah. over here. It's okay. <laughs> Say words!
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just fucking sit here and stare at me.
2: The, so, the director... You know, it kind of makes me think, too, because with the way he ends Last Circus and their way up on that huge crucifix... He's got this thing about... He likes that kind of spectacular ending don't yeah. Oh, yeah
1: well then the rain and the heights i didn't even think about that
0: yeah yeah, it, yeah it's the very it's the king kong ending
1: essentially mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah
0: because i think we talked about that in the last circus too that it, it is the ending of that is essentially king kong oh yeah because fey rey and the thing yeah okay yeah so uh
1: he kills the devil <laughs> he shoots the devil yeah, because, you know, that usually works. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else. Just shoot him. And then
0: uh, we get a very unnecessary dead baby.
1: Well, that was, yeah, that was supposed to have been the Antichrist. No, I know. I yeah. get it, but... Uh, so it was very necessary. Huh. Didn't need to see a dead baby. Oh, I guess you're Did
2: right you there. Did like feel it was kind of gratuitous?
0: A little. Yeah. Mm. I mean... None of the
2: other blasphemy in this bothered you, but but that...
0: Well, I mean, a dead baby on screen?
1: Yeah. A a, a priest flattened like a nail? Yeah. Whatever.
2: (laughs) That's not not a dead baby.
1: (laughs) All right.
2: (laughs) Everybody's somebody's baby.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. God damn it, Dad. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs)
2: What else is that?
1: I, I got nothing else to say. I'm done with this. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, I fucking love this movie. It it will it definitely fun. be a new Christmas tradition at my house. Yeah, it's really good. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's good. absolutely
0: bananas. And again, it my appreciation for this film comes back to the fact that if you gave any of us that basic premise, I don't think any of our brains work in a way where we would end it that. No. <laughs> where it's just two old, fucked-up men sitting on a park bench. <laughs> well,
1: and, and the cool thing about this, and I think one of the reasons why I was reading about how it's a big cult movie, is you can see a different movie every time you watch it if you watch it with a different lens, like knowing the Sancho Panza, mm-hmm. you know, think this movie is going to be a different movie next time I watch it, or knowing a little bit more about the politics, it's going to be a different movie, or if I pay only attention to the horror parts, it's a horror movie. If I pay attention to the comedy parts, so it's got a lot of rewatchability.
2: I have to say, after The Last Circus, and you told me this was directed by the same director, I was like, damn it, Chris. Really?
0: Yeah. That's why I wanted to have you back. But...
2: Because I enjoy I,
0: watch, making you watch bullshit.
2: Oh, is that... Well, I, I did like this bullshit better. I yeah. Like, like, this one was much more... It, the pace on, on it was better. Um, it had a lot more um, dark humor mixed in with the... the yeah. The other parts of you know the, same the icky parts, yeah. yeah, yeah, and
0: again all the slapstick elements, like mm-hmm. yeah, when the landlady just elbows the fucking metalhead in the face oh. and knocks him over. It's just stupid shit like that, and, and he gets time. up like, no, oh, that's just Tuesday morning. La yeah. la la. Every time I say it, I just go Pah! out loud. <laughs> <laughs> just it's so unnecessary, but just oh, it's I, perfect. I do love this movie. It's, it's and it's okay. We, we've been talking about it, but, all right, it is supremely stupid, right? It's not a movie that's going to, like, change you in any way. It is, again, just the pure distillation of fun into a movie. That I, I don't get bored watching this at all. It well, doesn't make me want to think about it. I want to sit there with a the big
1: dumb grin on my face and go, <laughs> This is one of the few movies that um, we've watched that I actually sat down and watched entire movie without stopping it. Usually um, I watch 20 minutes at a time because I have a zero attention span. But this movie was over two hours long. I didn't even notice because the movie just pulled me. It is not over two hours long. Did I see a different cut? Maybe. Because mm. my movie was like, well, it might, it might have been 158 or something. It's like an hour 40. Huh? Yeah. I must have gotten the extended one. I don't know. Uh, yeah, on the shutter that <laughs> you use, the Tubi.
0: Oh, you also on Tubi. Yeah. Oh, huh. I don't know. I think Tubi factors in ad time though. Okay, too. that could be. Cause I think when they because I them... sat
1: there for two fucking hours. I us
0: say I think when they show run runtime that it factors in ad time as well. Oh, okay.
2: Maybe James was tripping too.
0: Maybe. Yeah. No, that's just, just time, my natural state. Time
2: wasn't. Time wasn't moving.
0: <laughs> Wait, time exists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're all right we're not getting into a deep philosophical conversation uh, about time
2: well, um so how many times <laughs> a
0: long treatise okay. about the nature of cyclical nature of time on hmm.
2: and, and the word time though how many times do you how many times have you seen this movie
0: uh, I couldn't tell you,
2: what, you couldn't tell le- me because you have to kill me if you you couldn't tell at me because-
0: least six. <laughs> For real. And I don't mean, like, just this week. I mean, like, overall, this is one of those that I've thrown on from time to time. just been like, yeah, fuck it, I'll watch Day of the Beast.
2: Really?
0: So, like, alright, I actually watched it, watched it maybe twice. Had it on at least ten, probably.
2: I'm not judging, I just was curious because I know... I didn't say you
0: were, I was answering your question.
2: Yeah, well, a lot, because a lot of the movies that you've, that you've done, it makes me wonder, like, typically how often before you... You know, before you sit down to discuss the movie, I mean, do you, do you take notes? Do you just watch it multiple times? Sometimes like, um, talk, talk about your procedure.
0: What's your process, Chris? Yeah. No, we're not doing the breaking the fourth wall conversation here. All right, deny. I I watch a movie once for fun. if it's something that I've seen before, I'll watch it once for fun, and then a second time to analyze it. And if I really need to, I'll rewatch. Or if I just really like it. Like, I think when we did uh, uh, Found Footage 3D, I watched it, like, four times. Oh, yeah. Just because it's a hoot. (laughs) That was a good movie. (laughs) Just the, well, I I mean, I'm supposed to do a thing on this anyway. I'll throw it on. But, like, end of days, I think I watched once or twice. That's all you needed. (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't need to, like, all right, I'll just pause it and write these insane notes on this. But, like... Like this, I I only have, like, the cast list written down because everything else is just kind of like, no, I got
1: it. <laughs> see, for me, I've got to write it down, but I don't like to bring the notes because it makes me think about them. So I'll write them down and then come in, and I'll read. I usually watch the movie once, one and a half times if I read something really cool and I want to see it in the movie again. And that's how I do it. Again, I... <sighs> Just the
0: fantastical elements are this great. So our our priest gets the ever-living shit kicked out of him throughout this entire movie. I'm the reg. One of my favorites is the... uh And I saw somebody in a review badmouth this part of the movie, but, uh, you know, I was part of the metal scene in Madrid and concerts never looked like that. Like, yeah, dude, it's a stupid fucking movie made in 1995. I loved every minute of that concert scene because it was just that shitty throwback. Like, man, Mm.
1: nothing has ever looked like this. Hell yeah. (laughs) I have been to a bunch of metal and punk shows in my life and never, ever have they had Dancing Girls up no, absolutely show. never. Because people get hurt. But,
0: but I really love that like they don't stay on that scene for long because he just walks in and like rips off a pregnant woman's pendant, mm. and they just shove his head through a urinal and beat the shit out of him. Oh, they
1: kick the ever loving out of that! <laughs> the boy.
0: entire like concert sequence is maybe three minutes, and most of it is just establishing shots of the show, and then he just gets the ever loving Christ beat out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah, and he's just sitting at a bus stop, and (laughs) he's just sitting at a bus stop, beat to shit, and like they just light a man on fire in front of him. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, (laughs) flaming (laughs) hobo. Yeah, and I, I understand that it ties in with the cleaning up Madrid, but just like man. That's That's awesome. You just lit another dude. Oh, the other thing I wanted to talk about. There's a couple real unnecessary but awesome uh, power slides in cars in
1: this movie. Oh, yeah. For those that little (laughs) tiny chase, they go down the street and then they come back up the street. I counted at least three Mm -hmm. times that they do power
0: slides in cars (laughs) for no good reason. It's just like, man, this guy knows what movie we want to see. Hell yeah. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) He could have just stopped in front of that house, but he didn't.
1: Mm-mm. He power
0: slid into it, and
1: it ruled. Ah, uh, yes. A right. car chase in a movie where they only had, like, <laughs> three blocks of road. It was beautiful. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: It was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Oh, man. That piece of shit
0: that uh, Jose Maria is driving when they're, like, following Caban in his very nice car.
1: Well, the only other thing that killed me about this movie... Just a shitbox. It was a movie about the church and the <gasps> Antichrist. The director's last name's Church. The main the main actor, his name translates to, like, Saint Safety or Saint Security. And I was like, I know it was unintentional, but it hit me because of the movie. Oh, a lot of his films
0: have religious themes. I mean, Last Circus does a uh, Pretty to Durango I was watching that yesterday, that is very strong religious themes
1: well, yeah, and it's um, it's really, really prevalent in
0: the culture too. yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it was supposed to come out in like uh around Thanksgiving, but uh Alex Iglesias' new movie got pushed back to I believe April of next year, Veniciarenia, oh yeah, it's about a bunch of tourists getting slaughtered <laughs> by locals who don't like them being there. Hi. Directed by this dude, fuck yeah, I'm in. It's gonna be good. That All actually
2: right. does sound like a good concept.
0: Yeah, uh, he's also got a show, uh, Thirty Coins, that's on uh, HBO right now. I watched about five minutes of it, but I knew I was going to be distracted doing other shit. Like, no, if it's this guy, I actually have to like watch it. <laughs> but mm mm mm. <laughs> Yeah. Love me some Alex De la Inglises. Yeah,
1: again, the rewatchability on this one is going to be great.
0: Oh yeah. Well, happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays.
2: <laughs>
0: Go watch a priest get shot in the ear. Good times.
1: Then a times. claymation goat devil. Oh, I love it. I always love it. Even even it's, cheesy practical effects seem realer to me than CGI's. It's so. bitchin'. It is. It is. It looks like Army of Darkness. <laughs> it's like Harry Hughesen, only yeah. not as good. Oh.
0: Deb, you got anything else to say about the day of the beast?
2: Uh, thank you for suggesting it because I, as I said, I did enjoy it um, much more than the last circus. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah,
0: Deb, what have you got to plug? Well, I wasn't finished. I'm sorry.
2: Oh god. Plug. <laughs> um, well, I'm still working on my book, so that's. I'm editing over the the winter, so Oof. yeah. But no, it's it's fun. Um, the '86 list, so I'm hoping to have it ready by spring. But what I really feel like the, I should the voice do,
0: of somebody who's defeated by their own art. Like no, no, it's fun. It's great. It's
2: no, fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. It's just it's it's hunkering down and the editing process. Is just, <laughs> because
0: just the long. look on your face says otherwise. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I just. Yeah. Anyway, so um, what I really should plug though um, is we are working on the horror vomit calendar, and I should give a shout out to um, Dan Terpstra with Terpstra Photography for coming out and and taking our fun photos. Doing our
0: for dealing with our disorganized, unprofessional, allegedly stoned asses.
1: This entire herd of cats.
2: (laughs) <laughs> it it I don't think it turned into a shit show. I'm really pleased with the results. And, oh yeah. And uh, we had a lot of fun taking pictures out in the cemetery that day, and and um, so I can't wait for um, for everyone to see the photos from that, and for the calendar to be complete. But um, yeah, again, a huge thank you to Dan Terpstra, and also thank you, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Yes, and also um, Robert Robert Kerr was out that day. Thanks, assistant. Robert.
1: Thanks, Robert. And you rock.
2: Brad, for helping oh, as Fuck well. Brad.
1: Brad, who? <laughs> fuck Brad.
2: Anyways, it, it, and the people that participate. I'm just so kidding. I love it. you,
0: Brad. You're 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 a very handsome man and an, an intense sexual creature. Tee hee. <laughs> magnetic
1: force.
2: <laughs> so yeah,
1: dong on him. Oof, like a baby's arm holding an apple.
2: Okay, what do you he, have he to plug, the, James? He
1: <laughs> is the golden calf of men. <laughs> Nothing as of this week, but I'm working on it. No, you're fucking not. You say, you've said that every week for months. Yes. You, you I, could just say this. <laughs> well, I'm doing this, too. But everybody knows I'm doing this because I'm doing this.
0: Oh, all right. Well, we're around. We, we have the stuff places. Yeah. What are you can find us wherever your final I, podcasts is I, I, I wrote a, a, a Jeopardy style movie quiz game that I'm trying to find contestants I haven't really tried I just wrote it and then went oh that's going to be a whole thing I have to set up yeah <laughs> stuff
2: I have a funny Jeopardy story um, it's short I'll keep it short but we used to watch Jeopardy every night when I got out of work but, um,
0: yeah because Jeopardy
1: rules Jeopardy is the business I
2: love Jeopardy well, uh, for April Fool's Day, I changed my social media one year to uh, say that I was, uh, that I'd been selected as a contestant for Jeopardy, and I was friends with one, well, I still am friends with one of my college professors, and he actually pulled me aside after class the, the next day, and he, he says, he says, so, and I'm like, "Oh, well, am I in trouble? Yeah, or you not do know, you. What is it. He says, Debbie he says, i have to ask what's this about you know you're on jeopardy and i and i i felt really bad and I, I said <laughs> professor i said i said that i said that that was on april for was an april fool's day job
0: covering your mouth yeah sorry
2: that was an april fool's day joke and um he just looks so disappointed in yeah, me. because that's said, not
0: a joke that's a lie well, the, i'm gonna be on jeopardy isn't a joke
2: well, that's just I, a
1: lie, Deb. I felt
2: really you bad. You lied
1: to all of us. I felt bad. You liar. Yeah, so
2: that's my Jeopardy. So fun.
1: I pranked him upside the head with that sock <laughs> full of batteries. And Deb killed a guy because he questioned her Jeopardy lie. <laughs> anyway.
0: Deb's a murderer. <laughs> uh, I think we can end on that. All right, here, here. Good night. All right. Uh, say goodbye, Deb.
2: Jesus dropped the charges. What? <laughs> What? (laughs) We're still recording.
0: (laughs) All right, that's plenty. Fuck you, Morris.